Microphone check, one, two, one, two, where are we, who are we? This is the Stay Low Podcast. My name is Anthony Barrera, I am your host. Also joining me is co-host James Mena. What's up guys, we're here off the Hennessy, it might get messy, we'll see. And there he goes snitching on us. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Also here blessing us with his presence once again, co-host Samaj Melson, how we doing man? Yes sir, I was able to stay for another week, so I was able to make another episode, I'm excited, let's get it, we got some hot topics, let's kill it man. Dude. So listen, we just had the Super Bowl happen. Whole lot of energy, whole lot of vibes. The end of the you know season. Let's talk about it, man. Joey came in with all the swagger in the world, all the energy in the world. Him and that Bengals squad. But then also Matthew Stafford came in with OBJ and all types of goons from that LA. You know what I'm saying? Home turf. And it was a battle of. It was a really good game, man. Honestly, the the whole way through, like even the beginning. But more importantly, Stafford gets a ring when all is said and done. How do we feel about this? I think it's well-deserved. I mean, uh, some somebody on this show called it from the beginning of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Stafford's been balling for a long time. This is his first time on a competent team, and look what he did with it. You know, I'm not, uh, what's that guy's name, Colin, uh, Cow- what's his name? Colin Cowherd? Yeah, so I usually don't agree with a lot of the stuff he talks about, but he he made a crazy point. He went too deep in it, but he was talking about Aaron Rodgers versus Matthew Stafford. He's saying, like, Aaron Rodgers gets a lot of love, gets known. I mean, it's super popular compared to a Matthew Stafford who's always ne- who's never complained, always been solid, you know what I mean? Wholesome Sweet. guy, not a diva in any type of way. And Aaron Rodgers has been in a winning franchise for a really long time. That's facts. You know what I mean? Had Brett Favre there but, to kind of like but, under Brett Favre for like four so what, years. So what are you trying? What's your point though? Off that, go ahead. They sent, they sent Matthew Stafford to a competent team for one year. He wins the Super Bowl. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Hold I mean, on now. hold on now. I, I mean, all I want to say, I'm not saying he's better than Aaron Rodgers, but what I'm saying is like that's pretty crazy to think about. Like he was built to win, bro. Rod- Rodgers has one Super Bowl with the Packers. He's only appeared once, right? He has a. Uh, does Rogers have a ring? Yeah, no, yeah, he, has one. he won. Yeah, he won. Yeah, he won. Yeah. He won. No, no, I said, I said, that's what I was oh, saying. Say. He got. He's been mollywopped in the you know the NFC Championship you game know what I mean? a couple a of lot, times. A lot, a lot. You know, what I mean, I'm just like, what did Matthew Stafford? Oh, but was his team know. was was uh, Rogers' team complete though when when he went to, when he won it? They're pretty. Yeah, yeah they're no, pretty it was good. an elite yeah. team. They had the defensive player of the year. Yeah, they had old Charles Wilson. The front office wasn't trying to fuck him back then. See, see, that's the thing though. Like you know, I mean, they haven't drafted anything for him, but I think Matthew Stafford deserves a lot of credit. And I really wouldn't say that like the Rams were. I wouldn't use the term competent because they're not competent. A competent team is like an eight and eight team, right? Like a middle of the road team. The Rams, even before Matthew Stafford got there, were exceptional. They had Sean McVay. They had a you know a winning culture. So I wouldn't exactly say that. You know, the the comparison, like the Rams and the Packers at this point are kind of similar now. So it's Matthew Stafford on a winning team. Well, I mean, confidence was was winning, you know what I mean? I feel like, but either way, if you want to break it down. Do you think if like Stafford is on the pack, if they switched roles that Stafford would have won more? Oh, if he's on the Packers? Instead of Rodgers? Like more Super Bowls? Yeah, do you think he would have won more with, with the Packers? (laughs) <laughs> Honestly, maybe, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Like, because I don't want to say Matthew Stafford's a, a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers, but I think that he's balled on his level more than people have realized. You know what I mean? That was like, you know. You think when people think Matthew Stafford, they think, like, they still think Detroit and, like, 
the, the ten plus years of just, just disappointment and losing. He went to the playoffs like twice with that sorry franchise, but, but like yeah. they got bounced, you know. No, no, definitely, definitely. But um, yeah, they're. I mean, they're talking about him not even being a Hall of Famer. How do you feel about that? He's I got like that, over three hundred and fifty touchdowns. So you know, that's some people are slandering on his you know name. You know, yeah, a, lot, a lot of people are, are saying that because he uh, played his whole career in a past happy league. You know what I mean? I've heard that argument made. But I feel like with a lot of things he was able to do, like I'm saying with that Detroit team, like see, but you're gonna have credit. to say that about a lot of quarterbacks that are gonna be coming up for Hall of Fame considerations. Like the league has been pass happy since what the early two thousands? Well, yeah, they're gonna have to say that now. Yeah. But um another argument that was made is so Big Ben, do you see him as a Hall of Famer? Yes. With Big Ben, it's it's tough because the last years were, were weren't the prettiest, right? But like he's, he still had success. So yes, I think easily he's got two. Okay, rings. I was about to say it's a yes or no question. So yeah, he's he's a Hall of Famer, right? Yes. But he's never been the best quarterback in Other the league ever, wanted, probably. Oh no, he was I mean, not. The he's best got two rings. I know, I know, but I'm just saying, like he was never the best quarterback in the league, though, right? Statistically, like, just in general, yeah. Statistically and just in general, he never has been. But he's up there. He's had, he's had physical. He's had properties. many many years of being up there. Same shit with Matthew Stafford. And when Big Ben won his first Super Bowl, it was his second year. It wasn't because of him. Yeah, that team was was basically he just had to be competent. So they had similar year. careers, but I feel like Big Ben just more popular. Does he have any MVPs, Big Ben? I don't think either no, of them do. None of them do. What about Aaron Rodgers? He has two or yeah, three. Three, I think. I don't know. Two or three. But they came up in the league with Brady and Manning, who were like basically the top dogs for most of their career. They're getting in it back and forth. <clears throat> After yeah, man, this, I'm, though, you do got to give Matt Stafford more credit, definitely. I mean, that's my whole point. You proved him wrong. Like give give him his flowers. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's been the point. Like, like Matthew Stafford, like, he's no joke, bro. Like, he really is on that caliber of level. But How many years do you think he's got left credit. in the tank? I feel like he needs to keep going to solidify it. Like I mean, I feel are, like I feel like if the front office is friendly to him, he's got like a good four or five, maybe even like six, six years. Yeah, I feel like he got six, six years left. Like just and playing if he, football. If, he, if keeps, he wants to, though, like he won the Super Bowl winning. already, he can quit whenever he wants. I think a part of him, I don't, you know, I don't know, none of us know him personally, but like yeah. spending fucking like what 11, 12 years in Detroit. Sucking for that long and then finally getting a taste of like what fucking winning feels like. Well, I mean, they I feel could like run it back. Holding on to that as long as possible. They could run it back, bro. Honestly, that's the thing. Yeah. OBJ and said, I, I, I have back. no idea. I have no idea about their um, cap situation though. So yeah, I mean, Aaron Donald retired. I don't know about all. that. Oh yeah, so the, right I off mean, into the sunset too. with that, the ring. Shit, that would be a huge difference maker. But I mean, he stays, sense, bro. They though. could definitely run it back next year. Yeah. Go for the go for the repeat. They definitely could. They definitely could. He's really fucking with them in the NFC now that Brady's gone and Rodgers might leave. I mean, Rodgers might stay in the NFC, though. That's true. There's no but point for him to leave, to be honest. That's, that's another topic right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Roger honestly shouldn't leave the NFC, but we'll see about that. No, the, uh, Joey, Joey Burrow, the man with a cigar. <sighs> God. It, honestly, I think what it was for the Bengals was that offensive line finally showed who they were. This is the same offensive line unit that led to homeboy getting his ACL torn to shit. No, yeah, like I feel like you hit it on the head because I was going to say Joe uh, Joe Burrow did not play bad. He did everything in his power to win that game. Fucking the Rams were literally built to win this year, um, but the Bengals did everything they possibly could. The refs were even cheating for him too, bro. Like that that T Higgins, uh, I don't know, I don't think uh, he scored, but that T Higgins catch over Ramsey was God, ridiculous, damn. bro. I was like. 
That's so blatant. Like, how do you allow that oh, to slide he, like, in the Super Bowl? Yeah, he pulled his face down. He did score on that play. People, people were just arguing that uh, Ramsey was in a bad position and was running into his chest, but there's no excuse to grab his face. That was like a Heinz Ward-esque fucking move. It was super slick, but yeah, no, definitely <laughs> that should have been a flag 100%. Although by that point, the game, it was still a toss-up. So that like it did, I don't think that defined the game by any means. But that was a huge play that shouldn't have happened. That was a huge play that shouldn't have happened. You know what I mean? Like I said, if he did score, that's an even bigger play. That that's seven points, bro. Like, yeah, exactly. That's a, what, do you that's think a huge they implement a rule where like they can like replay plays for penalties? I ain't gonna lie, I thought that already was a rule. Yeah, that's what they should. I thought they're. No, well, I mean, because in any NFL play, there's all, there's always a penalty, especially in the offense. No, 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 definitely, definitely. Shit. But like major stuff like that, like you know, you they got a challenge back and like yo, 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 yo. That was it. We got to. <laughs> it's 15 yards, bud. I mean, put it this way: like, I'm not saying the Raiders beat the Bengals, but I'm saying that game is different if they have that rule. Exactly. That game's different. So that's and then that play is major, majorly different. Fucking run it back to see if it's a real technical or not. No, but honestly, what blows my mind is just like, how do they allow this in such a big stage, like such a big game? Like you know, I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like you have to get every if I'm running the NFL, every single play has to be called correctly because it's the fucking Super Bowl. So I'm like, how are they allowing blatant mistakes? That doesn't make any sense. Integrity of like. Like competitive fairness, it's like oh we don't have enough receiver, but it's a Super Bowl. You double up your receivers, not, if not triple up. <laughs> I mean, not receivers, but refs. I'm talking about refs. Like my bad, but yeah, like you know what I mean. Like oh well, we didn't have enough refs. It's like what the fuck? You should. How do you think that ref crew felt after triple the game? Triple the amount of, amount of refs on the Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, I feel like they felt great because um, they got paid. They got paid. <laughs> they got paid. <laughs> they yeah, got paid. They didn't. They one. didn't lose their jobs. They didn't lose. The opportunity to uh, ref in another game, like other refs did, but yeah. So there's that penalty, another penalty that canceled out that penalty, and then another penalty that basically was like, yeah, yeah. It was. Like, a, it's yeah. just like when it's a game that big, like the Super Bowl. I just feel like that can't happen for the integrity of the league. Like, you know what I mean? For real. Um, OBJ crying. I mean, he's been through a lot, man. They literally. Uh, he kind of. He reminds me of Melo, where they just said that he was done. Like, you know what I mean? It's like the only player or the only people who believe that he wasn't done were players. You know what I mean? Um, they they hearkened. There was this, this tweet I saw where it was like this dude shitting on OBJ for crying. And he's like, I bet Charles Woodson didn't cry when he got injured in the first half and had to be carted off. And then Charles Woodson actually replied and he's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> he's sorry. Like, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, this shit isn't a game. Like, so this guy, like, you know, he's been he had to go through Cleveland. Yeah, he had to fucking play there, dude. And not just that, he had to live in that motherfucker, too. You ever been to Cleveland? I'm just glad that he got a touchdown. No, and I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying I'm to not shit on. Going I'm not trying to shit on. I wasn't going to say that. I'm not trying to shit on <laughs> Cleveland is what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? Um, what, what I was trying to say is, like, he went to the Browns when they were really bad, and he helped change the culture, and he got no credit for it, and just got shitted on the whole time. They said he was a problem. And that he couldn't ball. I had people questioning if Julian Edelman was better than him. And I was like, bro, you're tweaking. How many years was he? I mean, how many seasons was he with the Browns? Like three. Three seasons? Oh, wow. Three, maybe. I don't think it was four. Maybe three. It definitely was wasn't three. four. He was there for a while, bro. He was there for a minute. There was some offensive firepower on that team that just, I don't know, they couldn't put it together. Actually, we have some breaking, um, some breaking news. We found some leaked audio 
from the uh, locker room during the Super Bowl. We're going to play for you guys real quick. Just to introduce what we're about to talk about next. Let's let's hit it real quick. You must have thought it was white boy day. <laughs> yeah? It ain't white boy day, is it? Oh, man, it ain't white boy day. Apparently, it is white boy day. Because <laughs> Cooper Cup. The man, man, he had himself Cooper a day. Cooper Cup. He had himself Hunter a day. Renfro's older brother. Younger brother. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, man, Cooper Cup had himself a day. And I was oh man, I wanted to place a bet for him to be Super Bowl MVP too, and he did. He did. Damn, I didn't place it. That's savage. Yeah, he deserved it. Well deserved. Had a hell of a season. He yeah, man, he's probably one of the best seasons the receivers ever had. Like this is comparable to like the greatest show on turf, you know? Hell yeah. I I enjoyed watching him play. I enjoyed uh hearing and seeing that he he broke Jerry Rice's records and shit. Like, wow. In one season, you got so like, much. In one so season, as compared to like a collection of seasons yeah. from Jerry Rice, like, like what the fuck? I think it, in part it is an evolution of the league because back when Jerry Rice played, it was a very, very, very different league. Yeah, like you true. played defense completely different. You hit players completely different. You were coached completely different. You were treating your body completely different. Like all of the things that we've learned in the twenty what plus years that since. Yeah, that's true. But it's still crazy, to, you know. I mean, to break the record and shit like that, but. Jeez. All I know is I'm picking a Cooper Cup in my fantasy team next year. <laughs> <laughs> that and uh, uh, Jefferson for sure. <laughs> Where, how do we feel about him picking up MVP? Is it deserved or do you think someone else should have gotten it? I mean, I was going to say give it to him or Aaron Donald. I would say, yeah, I would Where? say the same thing. I would have I been cool with Aaron Donald getting in the man. He's a force. Mm-hmm. Maybe even Matthew Stafford, to be honest with you. Because if, nah, if they he, don't He have, got a ring. Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> good enough. But like, if, you got, if there's no Matthew Stafford, do you think they, they win it? Well, there's no Cooper Cup though. There's a uh, OBJ. He got hurt. He got hurt. Yeah. He balled and got hurt. Then who? You have Ben Jefferson. Who? No disrespect uh, to him. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to him because he is a baller. Like I like watching him play. But, but that's like that's you know wide receiver number one. I'm just saying like yeah, Cooper Cup makes made a huge difference. Those two touchdowns were straight. Like bro, he burnt the dude straight one on one. Like no matter who's the quarterback, should have hit him in that play. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah, man, that's been the Super Bowl brought to you by the Stay Low Podcast. (laughs) Uh, Listen, we'll see y'all in segment two, man. Welcome back to the Stay Low Podcast. We are here with segment two, and we're going to be talking about Derek Carr and his contract situation because it has finally come up. And from what I'm hearing, this man wants $35 a year. Okay, the way you worded that made it seem like he didn't deserve $35 a year. (laughs) The way I worded that is... Me questioning that this man wants $35 million a year. Okay, so let's break it down real quick. Just to give some context, because some people may not know contract numbers with quarterbacks. Right now, Patrick Mahomes is the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. He signed a 10-year, $500 million contract, half a billy. Damn. Right? Crazy numbers. No other quarterback is ever going to touch that Can't in even the next five playoff. years, most likely. Next up is, you know, like Dak, we had Dak Prescott. Remember the drama with the Cowboys? He wanted $40 million a year. Jerry was like, I don't know, man. And then they ended up giving it to him. And what happened? Bounced in the first round. Do I think Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott? I always have. I think to this day, if you put how Derek much Carr on the Cowboys, they would have gone way farther than with Dak Prescott. That being said, Dak's one more. Dak's been to the playoffs more. So I don't think Derek is worth that $40 million based on mm. solely that. 
Um, that being said, do I think he's worth more than $30 million? Yes, and I'll tell you why. The last four, five seasons now, he's gone over 4,000 yards passing. You know the last time a quarterback's done that for the Raiders? I don't know either because it was before I was born. Yeah, man. That's, that's, that's think Raider fan. Oh, 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 were you done? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so for sure. So he said he wanted a team-friendly deal for the team to win. How is $35 million a year a team-friendly deal? He's willing to take a pick at to get honestly, the, I think yeah. this is this is the number that he asked for. So you're telling me you do not think Dak is worth forty, but Derek Carr is worth forty million? I just said I didn't because of the fact that Dak. Okay, won. then so why I would he, he ask for forty? For forty is what I'm saying. How do you get that though? Because he's not going to get thirty five million. He's asking for thirty five million. Do I think he's going to pull a Dak and wait out the off season? No. Sterek, it's not that. I mean, I think I think they're saying Josh McDaniels and Ziegler were already talking about paying him that much. Like thirty five, so then so then what, what's the problem? I never said it was. I'm just saying. Oh. That. <laughs> I'm just saying Wait, what they said. You don't think he's he's worth the thirty five mil? Is what you're saying? I mean, I feel like that's what you're gonna have to pay him. But I mean, I feel like if he really wanted to win, he'd take like a thirty. At least drop the five. Going back on his word of taking like a team friendly deal. I mean, somewhat. Okay, that's fair. That's that's what I that's what I take. Especially on it. since he was quoted as saying he'd take a pay cut to get Devonte on the team. Do you I think mean, that might I have feel, been a conversation? I feel like that's not like that's out of the water or that's gone. You think it's, if that's if he signs for thirty five mil that Devontae's do think, out? Do you think maybe they told him, okay, look, we're not gonna get Devontae Adams, so you know, just just stop that, you know, stop. That I mean, I feel like that, that's toxic and he, stop anyway. And then like, he's so. and then he's just like, okay, well, all right, well, okay, I want thirty five million. If we're not gonna get him. Give me this. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. It does. I could see that. Keep in mind, could, Darren Waller also wants a contract extension. A few of their key players are up for extensions, like Mad Max. I could, dude, you got to understand what's happening well, right now in the league with Joey Burrow and Chase did. Bro. They they brought they brought in basically a new thing. They they won it in college. They're like, hey, look at I could we could run it back. You don't think other people are seeing that? You know what I mean? I guarantee. Car in the car's been. It's already been a topic. It's already been a thing. Car wants to play with Devontae Adams. So it's like, well, shit. Like I'm pretty sure coaches are like, well, shit. If you think you can run it back with Devontae Adams, which is probably one of the best receivers in the league right now, if not the best, why wouldn't we do that? You know what I mean? They're, They're not going to pay him that much money. He wants thirty million a year. He, can't he wants thirty five million quarterback money, bud. Yeah. And see, look, I think the car deal is only worth it thirty five million a year if you only if we only extend him two years. Yeah, you don't take three years out thirty five mil. What's, okay, what's that was the, my biggest point. That, I don't. I don't feel like he deserves a very deal. long contract no. worth that much that money. Much That's going to end up like a Chris yeah, Paul, sorry, Russell Westbrook even situation. Even in the playoffs, once it can't be a three year deal. If it's that much money, it can't be a three year deal. That that was I my whole point. I, 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 I didn't, the, I didn't, I didn't get that minimum, out there. What's like the minimal for a quarterback? Do we know? Yeah, no, probably a lot. We less. don't, but not many quarterbacks are getting paid like that. You're you're talking about top tier money. Like thirty plus top tier money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, again, like the guys I mentioned, like they're top tier to their franchise. It depends about your value to that franchise, essentially. And the quarterback market is different than like almost every other class in the NFL. Because it's like, look at Ryan Tannehill's contract, right? A lot of people gonna get upset about that. I've been upset. How much? About how much? How much does how he much get paid he a year? Like probably around thirty million, something. Yeah. How much was his contract? And then his numbers aren't that much different than Derek Carr's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like it's if you're if you're upset of Tannehill getting that contract, you're gonna be fine with Derek Carr getting it. That don't make no sense to me. Do I think that Derek Henry on the team makes a difference about that? Yes, because Derek Henry and Josh Jacobs. He played majority of the year without Derek Henry. And then what happened in the playoffs? They had Derek Henry. 
Exactly. <laughs> so that, what was your point? <laughs> the, the fact that it's, they, they lost, I'm saying, you know, he underperformed in the playoffs. I mean, Derek Carr didn't do amazing. He didn't. He didn't. But he, but had, he didn't, ha- he didn't he have, have the in tools. position to win, though. He didn't have the tools. He, well, not in position to win, but in position to keep the game going. Yeah, he, I mean, I can't give him too much slack because he didn't really have the tools. When Zay Jones is your best receiver, that's not that's a problem. That's a big problem. Well, yeah. oh, oh, I'm not dissing Hunter Renfro. I'm talking about number one slot. Slot the whole different. Yeah, it's a different, whole different yeah, thing. Facts. Whole different thing. But yeah, let's keep it moving though. We spent a lot of time here on this. Honestly, um, we're gonna have to wait on an update about this because we've heard from Derek. I want to hear from the Raiders at some point. That's but it. big he, news, top two quarterback. Though. Super big news coming out of the NBA. We ain't gonna just let him slip that shit <laughs> in. He <laughs> said that Derek Carr's a top two quarterback. I feel like he in the above average but, you could but, win with. Yeah, I love Derek, my guy. I love him to death, right? But top tier, he is unfortunately he's top fifteen. I mean, I might even give him number ten. But top tier is top five, and maybe even number nine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tyreek Evans. Been suspended for about two and a half years. Future Laker. <laughs> on some drug shit, you already know the vibes. It happens. Future Laker. He's been reinstated by the league, and he's free to sign with any team starting this coming Friday. Jeez. React. Jeez, I could see him with the Lakers. Like I said, I could see him Laker. with a few teams, and it'd be dangerous. I mean, we don't know what level he's balling at right now. He's been gone for like a while now. But I feel like if any team is literally going to be hungry for anybody you could sign, it is a Lakers since they didn't make a move. Like, I know I'm just saying that, but, like, I'm being dead ass too. Like You know he's been watching, though. They, they're, they're like, high on the buyout market, and they're high on anybody they can get right now. They didn't make any trades. They wanted to. They didn't make any trades, though. So I feel like Tyreek Evans would easily go to the Lakers. I think the Russell Westbrook easy. market was pretty dry, to be honest. I mean, they could have traded him for John Wall. It's just a contract. But they didn't want to go through with that. But what I heard today, and I have no proof of this because the guy was saying uh, he he's a credible source, but he wasn't saying like that, um, like he could prove it. But they said that there's a possibility of the Lakers trading Russ, Horton Tucker, and a pick for John Wall and Christian Wood. That would be that would have been a worth it. Story altogether. So that that that's what he was talking about. He's like, so I mean, everybody was fine with them not making a move after the them asking for Russ and a first round pick because it's like, oh, that's not the business because you're taking a risk with John Wall. You know what I mean? You're taking another I mean, you, risk. Yeah, you know he can ball, but like, but it's been a minute. You know yeah, what I mean? So you know what I mean? You don't even know if the play styles are going to work with Russ. Like, yeah, they're so hopeful they can get it together, but that's what they're saying. But. <laughs> Well, long story short, if you could have got Christian Wood, that's exactly the type of player we needed. So that would have been great. But, I mean, it is what it is. But, yeah, there's a few teams so. I can see Tyreek going to just to bring it back to homeboy. I can see him getting picked up by the Lakers. You know, they're hungry for, you know, that's it's, it, that's a very Laker-esque type uh, signing, I would say. I could also see him, hey, maybe the Sixers are like, yo. <laughs> we got Harden. We got rid of Simmons. Let's get Tyreek. You know what happens then? I could see maybe even the Nets like, hey, we're in fucking shambles right now. I think they're pretty well off, I think, honestly. I, don't think I mean, they lost like they lost like 10 straight, man. They just won. Two. He's going to want to go to a contender. Not that they're not a contender, but I'm just saying they're already kind of See, maybe even the Warriors. I had a feeling you were going to feel The Warriors aren't getting here. Yeah, the Warriors probably aren't going to sign them. 
Um, yeah, man, future Laker. Like I said, we could just move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if he saw that by the end of the week. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, no, by Friday, I'm sure he's gonna have a team lined up to sign. Matter of fact, notification. No. <laughs> but listen, man, let's keep it moving. The NFL just uh, NFL.com just dropped the latest power rankings after the Super Bowl. I'm gonna go ahead and read them off real quick. Just the top ten for now, and then we'll see afterwards. Number one, Los Angeles Rams, of course, coming off this, you know, historic W, won the won the thing in their own city, got Matthew Stafford a ring, energy, right? Number two, Kansas City Chiefs. What the fuck? <laughs> like fuck the Bengals. Ah <laughs> oh, man, uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Any team with Patrick Mahomes is going to be top five no matter what. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it shakes out. Number three, Buffalo Bills. Um, this one's a little surprising to be honest, even though like it was literally a coin toss that decided the game between the Chiefs and the Bills. They need to change that rule. They need to rework like overtime because what the fuck? That's how it ended. You knew <laughs> the next team to get the ball was going to score. I guess that's the beauty of it. Imagine working an entire season <laughs> to just have it end like that. Whoever has the ball last. <laughs> Tough. Uh, number four, Cincinnati Bengals. Again, that offensive line, I think, really just sunk it for them at the end. Yeah, fortunately, definitely, definitely did. Number five, Green Bay Packers. I think this team was really good this season. I think they have a lot of questions that they de- that they need to answer this off season, and based on those answers, the, their positioning might change drastically. They lose both Rodgers and Devonte Adams. What do you have, Jordan Love? I mean, they drafted him in the first, right? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Number six, uh, the Niners, 49ers. They have their own questions to answer as well. Like, what do you do with Jimmy Garoppolo? They're going to trade him. You think he's gone? Oh, no. It's, it's he knows he's gone. Conclusion. There was nothing he could do this off se- this season short of winning a Super Bowl to stay? Apparently not. <laughs> Maybe even if he won the Super Bowl, they'd probably get rid of his ass. <laughs> For real, to be honest. Facts. Number seven, the Dallas Cowboys. Same shit every year, man. I'm surprised they're in top 10 because they got bounced in the fucking, you know, first playoff game they had. Like, come on. I don't know, man. Same shit, different story. Team Uh, is good on paper. Tennessee Titans, number eight. Solid franchise. Yeah, as long as Derrick Henry is, is, is the captain of that team, I feel like they'll be in good shape. Number nine, Indianapolis Colts. This one had me a little shocked. That was pretty shocking. I did not expect to see the Colts in the top 10. It's pretty high. I think they're being very generous. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor, they really, I think that's why. I think they're being biased. It's yeah, crazy. that one's a little weird. Um, number 10, New England Patriots. To be honest, the beginning of the season, I never would have pegged them for a top 10 team. Mm-hmm. I still don't think they're top 10, but they're close. They're in the top 15. Yeah, we'll have to see another year of Mac Jones before I would be comfortable putting them there. Number 11, uh, Los Angeles Chargers. This one was probably the one that made me the, the the angriest. They didn't even make the playoffs. Another bias. Maybe the Colts. Well, I get it. Justin Herbert's cool, but like he didn't make the playoffs. He shouldn't be in top 15. Uh, Ravens, number 12. It's a good team. I feel like Lamar Jackson's going to go on his villain arc this next season. Can't wait for it. Mm-hmm. I can see that, too. They didn't make the playoffs, either. <laughs> Why are they out there? <laughs> number 13, Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray, this team kind of just fell apart at the end of the season. 
I feel like whose fault would you? They did. Who, who would you put that on? Ah, uh, the coach. Mm. You know, there's actually some drama right now with Murray and and uh, um, Arizona. Cliff came are in like the franchise. What's up? Yeah, franchise <clears throat> franchise and Murray basically they're just beefing pretty much saying that he's not good enough. You know what I mean? That basically that they fell off. You know, which is true. You know, I they're mean, not yeah. not wrong, but. They're basically saying that he like kind of he ain't it basically or something. They're doubting him pretty much. Well, trade him like you traded Josh Rosen and see how far that gets you. <laughs> see if you make the playoffs again, fucking dumbasses, idiots, fools. This franchise doesn't know how to treat good quarterbacks. That's why they always lose. Um, number fourteen, Cleveland Browns. This one pissed me off too. They should not be in the top fifteen. OBJ, OBJ was year, not yeah. the problem. It's the fucking culture that you've built there because it's a shitty franchise. It's a factory of sadness. I hate to shit on Cleveland, but like, do you? <laughs> feel like you do every chance you get. <laughs> and then number fifteen, the Raiders. Mm. I feel I, like they beat a couple of those teams bias. that were ahead. A few, yeah. <laughs> How does a team that made the playoffs get ranked lower than teams that didn't make the playoffs? Doesn't make any sense. When they're expecting a fall off, but that comes with the Raiders every year. They expect a fall off. They no really matter. be preying on our downfall, huh? Yeah, man. They just expect us to suck. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess we'll have to see next season how these things play out. But man, really talk honestly, it has been it's been a one. It was a fun season. It was a pretty pretty dope season. Dude. Definitely fun season. You know what I mean? Um, I've already games, knew how it was so. gonna end, so you know, what I mean, maybe not as fun for me. It's <laughs> like, ah, oh, what are nah, what's man, our it, fucking draft position now, it was, boys? It was, it was a good. Was time, it worth man. making the playoffs? No, 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 no. Honestly, for the Raiders, like, no, no, no. It was a, it was a really it was a really good season. I'm glad it ended the way it ended because that team went through a lot. I feel like uh, we should do a little clap up for the season, man. My hands are full. That was a good one, Dan. That was a good one. Can't wait for next season. Oh, yeah. God damn it. Only one game I want to win next year, boys. And that's against the Santa Clara 49ers. For real, we got to go to that game. Raiders, you guys could lose every game except for that one. That's your Super Bowl. No, it's our Super Bowl. <laughs> On that tip, the the football, the Super Bowl next season is going to be in Arizona. Do you guys think that Arizona is going to win it? And go no, to the Super Bowl? No, no, no. The Rams did some shit like that's not going to be done again for a long time. Tampa Bay just did it. They didn't <laughs> win in their then. stadium? Before then. They won it in their stadium? Yeah. yeah. It was in their stadium? Yeah. Yep. So that's why they're saying it's a trend now. Oh, shit. I didn't know they won in the stadium. I thought this the Rams the were the first time team to do it in two years, bud. the second time it happened. I mean, Arizona has a chance to go. I don't know if they're ready to win it, so I can't say. I that. can't see them winning it. We got to see the whole offseason first. Yeah, yeah, there's with, a lot of with, moves to be made. And with that being said, the year after that, it, so you guys don't believe that, but if you did believe it, the year after that, it's at Las Vegas. Huh. Now do you guys believe it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it for next year, but the year after that. Uh, <laughs> you know, three out of four years sounds a whole lot better than four out of four, to be honest. You know, that sounds good to me, actually. They're trying to, they're catching on now, right? <laughs> they're like, okay. threw them off one time. <laughs> next year. <laughs> All right, boys. So with that being said. Super Bowl in two years. <laughs> this is a man. This has been segment two. We'll uh, we'll see you guys in segment three. Hopefully after another one of these Hennessy drinks. Welcome to segment three. We're back, man. Listen, now that the season's over, let's reflect upon some of the decisions that we've made during the season in regards to uh, betting. I have a list here in front of me today. It's uh, every team's record against the spread. 
And it's actually kind of surprising some of the teams that made this list. So number one, we have the Dallas Cowboys. They were 13 and five against the spread. Mm. Now, I'm a guy I'm the kind of guy that likes to shit on the Cowboys at any opportunity, right? But fuck, that's impressive. Making props for that, making people money. Does it show with like what spread? Like was it three, six? What was the spread? Uh, thirteen and five. Seventy-two percent of the time they covered the spread. So no matter what it was, yeah, uh, it's, it was usually plus five. Oh, okay, nice. uh, I'll, yeah, I'll take that. They usually win by a touchdown. Yeah, I'll take that. Very offensively driven team, you know. I'll take that. And then their defense was like um, it had a major upgrade. Did I say I'll take that? No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. That's really good, though, dude. Yeah. Who else is on there? Uh, number two would be Green Bay. The Green Bay Packers, they were 12-6 and six, right behind Jeez, them. Yeah. They had a 66% uh, percentage of covering the spread. But theirs was a little different. They were they were usually plus point one. Mm. Their like, games were close, probably a lot of three-point games or something. You know what I mean? You know, so a little bit different than number one, Cowboys. That's obviously why they're you know, at the top That's of the list. It was a very kind of... Difference, um, but then you have Cincinnati at number three, went fourteen and seven, yeah, sixty six point seven percent, same as the Packers, but they had a plus four point five, which you know, that's props to Joey Burrow. I got to give him that. Yeah, I feel like Bengal fans made a lot of money this year. For real, Jamar Chase had himself quite a year. Mm-hmm. Joe Mixon, we laughed at him when he, when he was mentioned in top ten. Remember, the beginning no, of the season. I don't recall. Oh. <laughs> number four. I am willing to wager that neither of you will ever guess. If I gave you 30 tries, you wouldn't guess. The Dolphins. Detroit. Fuck. The Detroit Lions technically were you could 11 lose and 6 the against the spread. Damn. 64.7% of the time they covered the spread. Damn, that is, that is savage. I could see that. That makes sense. That's so funny. <laughs> like, it's like the Pacers. Like the Pacers are have a really good like covered spread record. <laughs> Um, they were minus point one because you know it was, it was Detroit, mm. but that's yeah shocking, right? Uh, San Francisco is next at twelve and eight. Sixty mm. percent of the time they they covered the yeah, spread. Niners could definitely make it could have made you a lot of money this year, especially yeah. during the playoffs. Uh, a lot of close games, plus point one point one. So yeah, Buffalo comes up next at ten seven and two. Fifty eight percent of the time they they covered the spread at plus three point two. Um, then you have uh, Indianapolis at ten and seven, Miami at nine seven and one. You know they went on that like seven game win streak. Uh, they covered the spread every time. Bro. Yeah, fifty six percent of the time actually. Hmm. Um, then you have New England at ten and eight. You know you have Mac Jones, you know rookie quarterback, the the wonder kid. I guess. I guess. <laughs> you have Tennessee, Arizona, Minnesota, New Orleans, Seattle. Funny enough. Nine and eight against the spread. Hmm. That's with eleven games without Russell Wilson. You can lose and cover the spread too. Well, that's true. Then you got a uh, what Tampa Bay after that, the Kansas City Rams. It's up towards the bottom now. Las Vegas. They were eight and ten against the spread. Hmm. We were unpredictable. What was there? What was it was there? a lot of roller coaster rides during the season. You could have lost a, money, a lot of money betting on the Raiders. <laughs> <You could've laughs> a lot of money betting on Unless the Raiders. I feel like all our games, a lot of our games were like three point games. You know what I mean? Uh, oh yeah. So according to this, this the worst team to bet was Carolina. They were five and twelve against the spread. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, I don't think I ever bet on Carolina. Then Jacksonville five and twelve. 
Chicago, 6-11. and 11. The Jets, the Giants, the Falcons, you know, the, the bottom feeders, essentially. Man, I can't wait for next season, man. It's going to be nice to be put, playing the spread, over-unders and stuff like that. He's, it's going to be so much fun losing money. Who comes up at the halves. Now it's different this time. I used to only play money line, man. Now it's, it's now we're armed game, with man. knowledge. Yeah, now we, now we can know. No, Still going money line parlays. Yeah. Not that it's a bad thing to do money line, but, you know. What are your thoughts on, like, parlays? Hey, man, they can hit. I didn't take a... Shot on a parlay yesterday that would have hit me for a lot of money. So just take your shots. They don't. You don't always have to bet a million dollars, but I'd say if you're taking that parlay, probably do like a bunch of stuff that's probably like gonna hit than not gonna hit. You know what I mean? Like you could. It's like oh yeah, it's probably gonna hit. It's gonna hit. It's gonna hit. It's gonna hit. And then it'll add up, and then you could. You'll be nice. You know what I mean? Nice solid bet. Because if you do just a bunch, like if you do one negative, anyway, anyways, it gets deep. But yeah, we don't want to go too. You're long multiplying with this, both the yeah. risk and the reward. Yeah, so you just have to be super solid, man. <laughs> <laughs> do your research. No, it's good. <laughs> I mean, all the research in the world isn't going to stop a ref from throwing a flag on a play or not throwing a flag on a play, yeah, like in the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, like I'm sure that play probably cost a bunch of people their mortgages. No, no, for real. I mean, just That's trust your gut because you might have a feeling one day that doesn't make sense, right? Like, you're like, logically, this team shouldn't beat this team, but shit happens. Any given Sunday. Team can f- teams can fumble. Interceptions could be thrown, taken back. Kick return, touchdowns, punt return. People can get hurt. Shit happens. For real. Well, I mean... That's really all we had for, for betting, unless you want to dive into some personal stories. Oh, no, man. I'm not trying to go too deep into personal stories, but like I said about taking chances, I turned $25 into $400 the other day, and I could have did it again, but I didn't take the shot. You know what I mean? But I I, pick, I picked some teams that, that ended up winning, and I was like, damn, if I would have just taken the shot. You know what I mean? I've taken the shot multiple times where it didn't go in, but I was like, this time... I didn't trust my gut and ended up losing money. You know, I'm not. I didn't lose money technically, but I lost an opportunity to make money. And the odds are crazy. Sometimes the odds will be crazy. You know what I mean? And you're like, nah, bro, like that's too high. But they'll do that to scare you, bro. In my opinion, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, man. It's a. Uh, it can be an emotional roller coaster, just like a lot of things in life. I had a gut feeling that when the Lions won their first game, but you know how hard it was to bet on the Lions. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't do it, and they fucking won. And I was like, "Damn!" Fuck. You know what I mean? There was like a few Detroit fans who were just oh yeah, just bet definitely on every game. Yeah. They were like, "One of them is gonna hit." Mm-hmm. We finally evened out. <laughs> yeah, honey, we got the house back. <laughs> <laughs> we can get the heat back on. Not that we just got the house. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey man, but listen, this has been the Stalo podcast. You know what I'm saying? I want to thank Samaj and James for coming through. Hell yeah. Doing their thing. Hopefully we get Samaj on a remote access type thing on some level. You might hear him drop in for a segment real quick one time. Yeah, call these motherfuckers out. But I don't know when I'll be back, guys, but appreciate you guys for tapping in. We're going to keep growing and keep this thing rolling, man. I want to thank Salad Bites Media. Salad Bites Media. Let me try that again. For uh, letting us do our nasty on the audio here tonight and uh, for letting us rock. 
This has been Stay Low, man. Uh, keep those fucking feet moving and have a great day.